Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 345 of the What Up Though podcast. Mm-hmm. Since my, my two drunk homies stumbled in, I guess we, <laughs> <laughs> we, can, start, we can start with drinking topics. We sitting down. <laughs> so, Mike, right off the hip, if you could think of it, like, what's your worst drunk story? Oh fuck, man! How how, how do you define worst? Like <laughs> worst as because like a, like because sometimes the worst one is like the best one though. Like okay. <laughs> like That's worst uh, or your most memorable drunk story. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think the first. Uh, I'm sure I've had more interesting moments, but there's only like a few that come to mind just off of like they were just. I don't know. They just stood out, but I know, I know, I, man, I've had some wild fucking nights. I mean, I went to jail, so I've had some nights, but, like, but like, um, I mean, a DUI would be the worst, but that's not, yeah. the best, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that's not a, that's not a good story at all. No, it's not. It's not a good story. Yeah, it, it ends with me in jail. Right. <laughs> not a good story. <laughs> um, but like, so my birthday is at the very beginning of January. So it's just after the new year. So uh, when I was uh, right before I turned 21, that new year, when I was 20 and all my, all I was 20 for the next, for three more weeks and all my friends were 21, but they were nice enough. My boy, Steve, who, who uh, left the voicemail last week or that we, we played it last week, but <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. um, me and him, we went to the club in Canada for uh for new year's because i wasn't old i wasn't 21 yet so i couldn't go here and i i got drunk to the point where i was like sleeping at like tables and shit and i got kicked out of the club i like almost like i think did i, I either ran into the door or almost like it had two doors that opened to like let you out and steve opened the one and then i like walked into the other one that stayed closed <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was like a whole mess of a night uh, there was another time i got kicked out of a bowling alley <laughs> for uh, putting obstacles on the bowling alley, <laughs> like bowling through them and shit, like like putting a chair on a bowling alley and trying to like bowl in between the legs, like shit like that. Um, what uh, what club was you at in uh Canada? I I don't remember, sir. <laughs> that was a nice cherry of a music cafe. Right, yeah. I mean, it was one of the you know one of the go tos. Yeah, no, one of the main ones. Ah, man, I have I have fun at fucking music cafe, man. Shit. I think it was probably Don Cherry's, but. Was it more white people or black people? I don't remember. <laughs> That's a sign of a good night. You don't remember shit. Well, depending oh, on. The, the, ironically, the only thing I remember is getting kicked out. Like by that point, I was probably hey, starting to get okay. Like I remember That's sleeping true. on the table. I remember security coming up and telling Steve that he had to take me out of there. I remember either walking into the door or almost walking into it. I remember we got hot dogs afterwards and I spilled like mustard on my shirt. Like I remember all that shit, but I don't remember nothing that preceded that. Like I don't remember where we were at. I don't remember who was there. <laughs> like none of, I don't remember nothing that preceded getting kicked out of the club. Wow. 
Yeah. I, I don't know what you liked about black or white. Well, Music Cafe was mostly white except for the one night on Sunday when they did hip hop night. And so that night it was just a ton of black people in there and shit. Um I don't have any well shit, Canada stories, fuck. I mean But that wasn't the topic. It was just drug it was just drug story. It don't have to be a Canada. Well, no, no, story. I was thinking about just drunk can I was, no, I was thinking about drunk Canada stories. Um I, other than I remember the one time me and uh Kellen and one of our homeboys, we I put air quotes, smuggled liquor over. Like this was shit was so stupid. Dude, we put we put liquor because we wanted to drink without going to the bar and shit. So we we it was stupid. It was stupid as fuck. We put a, a fifth uh, under the fucking tire. Like like they wouldn't just open the fucking trunk and go in the tire. I don't know why we did that shit. Like it was just too stupid. But man, I did that before, and I still to this day don't know how I didn't get caught. Like it's like Thanks literally us. like it's it's a miracle, dog. Like I have no, I, I didn't even hide it. Like I, I mean, I did, but like I put like a blanket over it or something. Like I, I, I went to Canada. Like, I was going to see some shit. We're good. Yeah, like I didn't even, I didn't even like hide it, dog. Like I brought, I bought back, I bought a, uh, like a six pack of Coronas or some shit to bring back because I wasn't obviously I wasn't twenty one yet. That's why I was in Canada in the first place. I bought, bought some Coronas. I brought those back and I just put them like I put them in the trunk and I threw like, like a blanket or a coat or something. Like night, I didn't put any effort into hiding it. And they made me pop the trunk at the border. And I'm like, that's it. I'm going to jail. And then they closed it. We're like, all right, go ahead. And I'm like, I I, I didn't even get fully on the freeway. Like, I put, like, you know, the freeway is like right there when you're coming off the bridge. Mm. I didn't even fully get on the freeway. Like, I pulled off to the side and just sat there and just was like, I don't understand how I'm not in jail right now. <laughs> like, how did they not? Like, how did I not get caught? Like, I didn't even hide it. <laughs> So yeah, I've, I yeah, I I know the feeling. He was warming up the fucking liquor. That's all he did. Yeah, he warmed, he warmed the beer up. He feel beer. I think he need a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, he Dutch I do remember taking. We took a fifth of mm-hmm. of something over and putting it under the tire, and we thought we were so slick. And that would have been the dumbest fucking reason to get detained for some fucking liquor when we were already going to drink and shit. Like it would have right. been the dumb. Like having to call home. Could you smuggle liquor over to Canada to drink and shit? It was like probably the dumbest shit ever, dog. Yeah, yeah, at least I was trying to bring it back home. At least I was trying to bring it back home where I couldn't buy it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had a mission. Your mission was because you couldn't buy it. And but but it's crazy because I think we were underage going over there. So we were bringing liquor we wasn't supposed to buy and smuggling it over and shit. Just stupid. That's just ridiculous. Uh, but I think the worst, the work or the work, well, I'm gonna get a worse one. One of the worst. So I remember talking to this chick I had met, and she had been, you know, we had been talking, we ain't did nothing and shit. So we just, you know, not even like kissed or any of this shit. And so she invited me out one day, and I was like, it was like, okay, it's finally third base, finally about to get the home plate with this chick. Start drinking and drinking. Next thing we know, we're at her friend's house. I lay on the we lay on the floor in one of the rooms like shit about to body, really about to pop off and I get sick as fuck. I throw up over the whole fucking room, damn everywhere, and it's all carpet too. Threw up every fucking where. I ain't talked to her since. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was so hyped like man, this shit's finally about to happen. You know, just keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking. Man, next thing you know, man, I laid on that floor. I was like, this shit don't feel right. I couldn't even make it to the 
This shit don't feel right. Nah, nah. I was like, this shit does not feel right. And I fucking threw up everywhere. I think I talked to her like the next day or something because she called and asked if I was okay. But then after that, I was one too embarrassed to even talk to her anymore because of that. And I think she was probably like, this nigga gonna threw up over my people house. I can't fuck with him either. So, right, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was uh <laughs> I'm uh, sure he understand why he about to get ghosted. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally I totally understood that one. Like I I, I think I was ghosting myself. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm, I'm not preemptively gonna, ghost myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna yeah, this, this is not gonna work. So yeah, I'm gonna go shit, ahead and get ghost. Yeah, that shit was terrible, dog. Yeah, I've I've cut my face. I cut my face one time when I was drunk trying to slice a uh uh, you know, the wristbands they give you to show that you over 21 if you had an 18 and up place. Like, so that, that you know, do you, so they know that you can drink. I was trying to cut one of them little wristbands off and a knife flew up and like slashed me across the face. Oh, you uh, cut that, your face? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to say you cut like your wrist trying to do it. Like, oh, no, I slid a knife ah. underneath the wristband. And when it cut, it popped and the knife flew up and it cut me like right across like right along the side of my nose. Damn. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a, that's another drunk one. Um, that was a drunk and high one, actually. Uh, well, I told the one on the podcast before, but and I'll shorten it for the sake of the uh, story. But it was on Belle Uh This older guy was challenging me to drink this fucking mixed drink called Absolute Disaster. Okay. Which was. Absolute, absolute Jägermeister. It already sounds like a disaster. Absolute Jägermeister and Sambuca. Oh my God. That sounds, one, that sounds nasty. (laughs) But two, yeah, that sounds like a problem. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. That sounds, I I mean, it wasn't terrible, sounds better than what I was expecting. (laughs) Like, if somebody says, drink this, it says it tells me it's them three things, I'm gonna drink it because I'm not gonna be no bitch, but I'm expecting it to be terrible. I'm like, it's about to be nasty. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible, (laughs) but it just wasn't good. Like, the oddly enough, the Sambuca Kate gave it a slight sweet effect, but yeah, so. And I remember, I remember, I one of the few drunk moments I well, I remember everything up until the drunk part. Then I remember pieces of it, and that, and after that, they had to piece together a lot of the shit. So I'm drinking out the red solo cup. You know where the lines start on the red solo cup and shit. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Drinking at that first line, slamming them. It's like three, four in the afternoon. I did like three of them. So go over, and sit on the and it's funny actually. It's it was over. Right, man, when we do the uh uh DCC picnic. It was, oh. <laughs> it was in there. And but but this was before they redid the bathroom. So this was years ago. But the bathrooms were still there. Um fucking three shots later, you know, I'm feeling that I go sit on the bench. It's a chick sitting there, and I'm trying to talk to her, and you know, they got the bench seats, and I uh I go to like, oh shit, I gotta open the door for you. Oh, that's, uh, he, he gonna be like, I, I go to lean over to talk to her. I just slid off the bench. Right. So I'm sitting on the bench, and you know how the bench seats go. And I'm like, she's sitting like facing the table, and I like straddle the bench facing her and shit. And I'm just talking to her, and I just remember her saying like, uh, "Why are you so close?" <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, my bad. So I guess, I, I you know, I guess off the bench. <laughs> gets and, off the bench. Yeah, I just gets off the I just totally left the bench, left the picnic table. And I had to pee. And I wasn't even thinking about the bathroom. So I go to the fucking tree that's like the nearest tree. And I just oh, drop my no. hands and start pissing. Everybody like, oh, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm like, they take me, they go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. And I'm looking like, like, where the fuck are the, the urinals at? And so I start trying to piss in the sink. And all these, these two women leave out. And that's when I realized I was in the women's bathroom. Oh, my God. So finish up in there. I go back to the seat, to the to the bench where I was, that everybody had moved. And I put my head down and I started doing those, you know, those dry heaves and shit. <laughs> and I started spitting and stuff. Oh, man. And at that point, I knew it was over. So <laughs> I kind of, I kind of leaned down and I slipped under the bench. And it was, you know how the benches be at the park. It's no real grass. It's just dirt under there and shit. <laughs> so I fall in the dirt and shit. And at that point, they know I got to go now. So motherfuckers just dragging me. <laughs> Dragged me to my uh, one of the homeboys had a mini in my minivan. I threw up in there. These motherfuckers took me home, and I just remember buying. I had bought some new shoes that week, and it was like these gray and white like suede pumas. And the <laughs> motherfuckers had grass stains all through them because I was oh, being dragged. Oh dragged, man, <laughs> dragged to the fucking car and shit. Um, yeah, that <laughs> that was that was probably the work because I was so fucking embarrassed, like. I remember I'm, just, home with I'm just trying to imagine these women coming out of the bathroom. It's a literal nigga pissing <laughs> in the fucking sink. <laughs> like, oh my God. There is a nigga named Otis pissing in the sink. <laughs> like, how you know his name? I just do. Bruh, I think I tried that drink one other time since then, and and I ain't did it since. And that was shit, probably because I wasn't even 21 yet. I think I was 20, 19 or 20. Man, like that was 1997. <laughs> I, I well, I, it, it was no. I, I mean, I, I was I graduated from high school, so it was after '98. But I think it was like after I did like my first year at community college, because it was right when the semester ended. I remember that, like, oh, I had a decent semester and shit. Go out and hang with the fellas and shit, and hang out, and go to a barbecue, and yeah. So that's oh it. boy. This nigga but, said he was pissing in the sink in a women's bathroom. Uh, oh my goodness! I remember having this. Oh, you missed you in the bathroom, but you was in the you was in the, the real regular bathroom. But I pissed in the sink in the Bell Isle, thinking it was a uh, in the women's bathroom. The women's That's the bathroom. important part. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm in there like, where are the urinals at? And I can't find them. And I go to the sink, and then women start leaving out of there. What the like? What the fuck? Hey, hey, Dickman. <laughs> <laughs> like I just try to come in here and use the restroom like a nice proper young lady. <laughs> now I just come out there's just a nigger dick in the fucking sink. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible, dog. That was terrible. <laughs> Literally clutching their pearls, like, oh my god, let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah, I think you piss everywhere. Yeah, dude, that shit was horrible, man. I, I just and I remember like I don't remember faces, I just remember people just leaving out, like, what the fuck? Then my homeboy coming to get me and taking me out the bathroom. Yeah. But those two definitely some of the best worst. Uh other than getting the DUI, because that's absolutely the worst. Um <laughs> and I'll never want to relive that shit again. 
Have you had any bad sexual experiences because of drinking? Uh, oh, man, I ain't got no pussy, so I'm too drunk. <laughs> oh, I'm that counts. <laughs> oh, like definitely... fumble in the bag, like like oh, fumble yeah. in the pussy. That counts. I'll definitely fumble, fumble the bag. Definitely fumble the bag. I'll, I'll get that bag and fuck away. <laughs> nah, I, I remember messing with some chick and drunk as hell getting over there and then just realizing that she was a lot hairier than I thought. <laughs> And that shit was like you me out. You mean, <laughs> and I thought like I thought it was gonna be nothing. It turned it, out, it was, yeah, it was like all down her leg. I was just like, ooh, this is it to the point <laughs> down where, her legs. Like to the point that nigga just went soft. Like, okay, this is not cool. I, I didn't even, I didn't even have it in me. Like, I had drank so much and figured that would keep me going, but nah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, like, you had to like tone it, you put there. Yeah, all down her legs. <laughs> No, nah, that was just it was the weirdest shit. I was just like, oh, this is this is this this is not good. This is abrasive. That is the best hairy pussy you ever seen in your life. Nah, nah. That you shit. I ain't never I ain't never talked to her again after that. And it's weird because I remember when I'm I remember meeting her at uh fuck. I always forget the bar that was on Woodward and Cro you remember where Oslo's was? Oh yeah. Yeah, but so it wasn't Oslo though. It was a bar that was across the street, and it was like three or four different bars over the years. But I could never remember the apartments. That's what the, the that's where it is. But what what it was back in the day, I can't remember. The yeah, name. I can't. Yeah, it's been too many things. No, I can't. I, I can't remember. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, met a chick there. Gave my number. Next day, I'm at home, like, cutting my grass or some shit. And she called me, and I and I didn't remember. So we meet up at the casino, like, that next day or something. She's in the casino parking lot. So I'm like, well, cool. I just swing around where you parked. And uh, you, you good, bro? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. What, Dan falling out? Watch her cup. Watch her. Push her cup up. Yes. <laughs> In a fucking parking lot. I pull in the parking lot to pick her up. She get in the car. I have no idea who this woman is. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not remember what she looked like. And it was in a bad way. <laughs> Damn. We hang out that day. It was cool. And then, like I say, uh, maybe a week or two later, uh, she called me and wanted to come by. And I came by. And I was like, when I, when, once I encountered Bigfoot was, I was just like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> It said all daughter legs. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That was all all bad, dude. All fucking bad. Like, have you shaved ever? <laughs> like, ever? Like, ever. Like from birth? <laughs> yeah. I don't, even, I don't even remember what she looked like anymore. I don't even, I, I just remember that and I was just like, yeah, I I got I gotta put down this bottle, dog. This is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> So, yeah, but we can go on to the Lions because uh, we've we've had a good streak of uh, of good talk about the Lions. We might as well just like yeah, we might as well just keep it as like I said, the, like a a routine where like like the first thirty minutes is just Lions talk because it also feels like good luck. <laughs> like every time we say good things about the Lions on the podcast, they end up winning again afterward. <laughs> it was so crazy because it was just such a like uh, this 
you know, just decidedly uh, game. It's like, I just remember, I remember a few, I remember two, two plays from the game. Uh, the one when Amara uh, got the big block from uh, Reynolds. Man, incredible. incredible and then um, uh, Jameson Wilson, Jameson Williams uh, touchdown. Which yeah. Is the longest, the longest throw that golf is through this season. And like, I think they say, the uh, I just saw a tracker say they went 57 yards. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Steve was saying about Goff not having a strong arm, and and that's fine. Like, but I, I, I just I don't see that as being a hindrance at this point. Like they're they're making the right plays, they're making the right throws. Uh, everything seems to be flowing. They're confident. Like I don't think you necessarily need the long ball like that to uh to find success offensively. I mean, they're they're scoring a lot of points. I mean, they didn't score a lot in this last game. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't remember what the score was, but I, I remember thinking like this, they didn't score that much, but um, yeah, they've been scoring a lot. I mean, everything's working out, man. They're looking really good, dude. Like that game never felt in question to me. Like, like it, again, it's just like they, they got off to a great start and I never felt like this is one where they're going to come back. No, I mean, I, and I was worried about initially because of just Mike Evans being a good, uh, a good receiver, but in the beginning, Baker Mayfield was actually playing a lot better than I thought. And I was just pissed that, you know, for three quarters, almost four, they couldn't get to him. Like, I don't think they sacked him maybe until the end of the game. I don't I don't even remember seeing it. If, if well, you know what? I don't think it was sack. I think it was a hurry. I don't even know if they even got got an actual sack for him. Yeah, and in, in the fourth quarter, I was kind of just already like I was faded. I was like having a good time. I'm like, this, I'm like, this game is in the bag. Another dub. This is great. It was, you know, it's seven o'clock. I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is in the bag. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause they had the four o'clock game too. So it was even later. Yeah. Yeah. I was here in the garage watching it. Oh, it was 26. Um, so yeah, it wasn't like a real crazy high scoring, but. What was it? You said 20 to six, 20 to six. Yeah. I thought, I thought they scored 20. Yeah. Yeah, no, they 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 sacked uh, Mayfield one time, and I okay. believe that was like late in the fourth or some shit like that. But hell, that fool to no touchdowns. Man, no, t- he had two hundred six yards, one interception, one sack, and so got his punk ass. Yeah, man. I mean, again, I'm uh, not. I'm. I'm, I'm st- trying to stay realistic. I'm not. I'm not trying to fully say that I've like turned to one of those people where I'm like, ah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, like, not you know, I'm not going crazy with it, but at the same time, I feel like the Lions are good at, good to the point where pretty much every game on their schedule is one that they should probably win. And when I say probably win, I mean like, not, no, I'm, I'm not going to say they should probably win. I'm going to say if they lose, it's it's an upset. Like the other team got them. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like oh they got beat by like, you know a a better team. Like I'm not saying that's not gonna happen, but I I feel yeah, like at this yeah, point, really at this point it's like you know Philly, the Niners, the Dolphins. You know th- those teams. You know, but those teams aren't on aren't on our schedule. So <laughs> like, I mean maybe the Cowboys game. Is one where like okay if the Cowboys win that's not an upset but other than that I feel like most of these games like the Lions should probably be winning them at this point so now I'm just like okay wh- wh- like what's really gonna happen here because like it, I'm kind of in disbelief at 
how good this team is. So I, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to come down. But at the same time, I'm like, with each win, I'm more convinced that it's not going to happen and that they're just legitimately good. And these niggas might win like 12 or 13 games or some shit, dog. Like, they might really ball out, dog. Did you see uh, uh, Stephen A's top five uh, teams that he think is through through week six? No. So he did a top five of uh, who he thought was a top five team so far. I saw Um, it last week, and we were number four. So he did it this week, and um, he had the Lions. He had the Lions as one. One? Yeah. 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 Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. (laughs) One? He had the Lions as one. Oh, Um, my God. (laughs) So he had, and that means absolutely nothing. But it's still shocking to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't. Like y'all know what it's like. Y'all know what we have been right. through. <laughs> I was telling somebody today, like no one gets surprised to be in the top top five in the at, after six weeks and shit. There's no trophy for that shit. Um, I was like, if he puts us, if he moved us up to three, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, so wow. he put, so his top five right now with the line going in order. Lions at one, 49ers two, Dolphins three, uh, Chiefs four, and the Eagles at five. Hmm. And who, who, wait, who is number two? Uh, 49ers. The Niners? Okay. And I mean, for the, I'm, I'm going to talk about it for the sake of just to, since I brought it up, but, and it, you know, we've come to conclude that it means that it doesn't mean much, but. I don't even think the Lions are the top in the, the number one out of the five right now. Like I would have put the Dolphins at number one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put the Lions at number one, but like I would put the Dolphins. It's at more so one. I'm surprised that other people think that. Oh no, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm you know, of course, happy to hear it. But I would have put the Dolphins one. I may have put the Chiefs two, and I probably would have put the Lions three. And I and I and I say that because, granted, the, we we're we're the only team to beat the Chiefs, but they're on a five game winning streak. Everybody else is four games. Right. That that's what I was gonna say. I'm like the Chiefs are the team that's lost the the longest to go. <laughs> like, right. like that's like they lost the first game and that's it. Like, so I'm surprised that he had them. He had them fifth. Like, I'm sure Chiefs Chiefs fans got to no, be. Yeah, Chiefs fourth. Yeah, Chiefs fourth. Oh. Eagles, Chiefs fourth. Eagles fifth. Oh, okay. But I don't. I, I mean, again, like you say, I'm happy to see that they're they're ranked high. But it, there's no tro- there's no 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 hardware for your best first six games. But I'm yeah. just happy they're on the radar. That you know they're not pulling them like you know. Well, they didn't have a reason to be on the radar. You know, what I'm saying previous and previous times. So um, it's it's just cool to see it. But it's just so like you know holding your breath. You know with the the damage that the Lions have done to us over the years, it's like you're just waiting for the shoe to drop and some fucked up shit to happen. But they just yeah. been playing every week. And then it's funny because this week, they're not even favored. Ravens are 4-2. and two. We're 5-1. and one, And we're still three-point underdogs. Uh, good. <laughs> good. And, I want to well, see how they respond to that. <laughs> like, and good. And statistically, even the players, even like the top players on the team, the and in the top positions, the Lions have the better, the Lions players have the better records. 
golf is playing better than Lamar Jackson. Um, I forget the receiver uh, who we have, who we're playing this week. But, uh, yeah, so. It's probably because Baltimore has a strong defense and they're probably thinking that Baltimore is going to be able to limit our limit our passing game and then also we're not going to have Montgomery, right? No, so they're not even, like, it's funny on uh, score app, like, there you, they have Jamar Gibbs as what, what who would be our rushing touch uh, running back potentially. Right. But even then, you know, he's right on point with the, the running back they have. And then Amara is statistically better than the receiver Zay Flowers that they have. So, I mean, but their defense, to your point, that, that wasn't mentioned. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming they're probably figuring that that their defense is going to be able to limit our offense better than ours will be able to limit theirs. And then one, obviously, home field advantage. And then, well, that's two. Two home field advantage. And then three, um, the fact that we're we're not going to have Montgomery. So they're looking like their their running game is going to be weakened as well. So that's probably why. I bet if we were fully healthy, we it it might be a different story. Or a little bit closer, and if it was here, we would obviously we ain't gonna we ain't gonna be underdogs here. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't gonna be underdogs here for the rest of the season and the playoffs if we make it. Like we ain't gonna be underdogs here anymore. <laughs> that that's that's done for this season. Uh, so and we're probably not gonna be underdogs on the road much anymore either. But yeah, well, so I mean, I'm 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 interested to see how they respond. It's funny because they was talking about uh talking to Dan Campbell about playing games on the road. He's like, it's, it hasn't been a road game for us because fucking Lions fans have been showing up everywhere. Mm, like, that's a good point. Yeah. And Baltimore's like, not far from here. <laughs> well, shit, Dan will be at the game, so yeah. What? <laughs> Dan, he, he'd be at the game in the right. Oh, man, that's what's up, dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it just, you know, I, I I haven't known anybody to travel for any of the games and shit, but uh, um, so yeah, I, man, they showed that that uh, the crowd at the uh, Tampa Bay game and that shit was a good mix of orange and blue. That's 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 interesting because it's so far, and yeah. it's like yeah, it's it's like 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 we can we can you know like Lions fans will make the drive. We'll we'll head over to Wisconsin. We'll head over to Chicago. We'll probably even like I said, we'll, we'd head over to Baltimore, head over to uh, Buffalo, New York, Tampa. <laughs> like like that sounds like that's just people that's just down there already. This <laughs> this fans. I don't think I don't think the tr- people driving from Michigan to Florida. Nah, that's definitely not a drive. Just for a game. Yeah, that's not a drive. Or flying. Make yeah, man, I'm a, and, and with every win, I get more and more excited for for, for my game, dog. <laughs> my my the the next one, the Monday night one, October thirtieth. Right, man, dog. If we get this win, man, oh man, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be even. I said, I told, I told my wife, man, like, don't let us roll to this game six and one, dog. Like, it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> Like man, I, I really want to get this win. I'm, I, I can't say I really want to get this win because I'm going to say that every week. Every every win feels like I really want to get this win. Like we could be eleven and one, and I'm going to be I'm going to be like damn, I'm going to be. We really need to get this win. I'm going to be really disappointed if we fall to eleven and two. <laughs> but I mean, man. I want the win as well. So my uh, my drunk guests are taking their drunk asses home. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mike. All right, All right y'all. Man. All right, y'all. Oh, yeah.
I'm tired. Yeah, well, you have a good trip home too. I am. I'm like, I only got like eight minutes. One of y'all didn't leave y'all glasses with this. Oh, those are my. Those are my glasses. All right, brother. Well, Two minutes after y'all get home, man. All right. Damn, drunker. <laughs> Well, I'm really hoping the audio helped, uh, held on for that. Yeah, you sounded fine. And that's all I really care for, me to sound fine. So. Yeah. Um, and he didn't talk much, so it's fine. But yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, like, a lot of the game shit, I mean, like I say, going to the Green Bay game, you know, tons of folks there. And like you say, proximity, you would think would be a factor, but shit, seeing that many people at uh, the Tampa Bay game was wild as hell, dude. Like, are we legit getting, like, other fans from other cities and shit? <laughs> like, is that a thing for us now? Like, like we're good and, like, <laughs> people from other cities are fans of us now? Like, you know, like how Yankees fans have, Yankees have fans in other all over the fucking globe and how the fucking Lakers have fans all over the fucking globe and, you know, all that kind of shit. Like, do we actually have, like, actual fans in other cities now? Like, are, are we becoming are we becoming an, uh, the nation's favorite team, like the Cowboys and shit like that? Because, you know, it's Cowboys fans every fucking way. Like, I don't I don't think we are yet. But yeah, I don't think that's I don't, I don't, I don't think that's something that is out of the question for the end of the season. Like, by the time the season's over, could we be, like, America's favorite team? Like, everyone's like, oh, my God, like, we got to watch the line. Like, yes, that that is a, that's a possibility, I think. And I think it's easy to like uh, good teams that went through the struggles, you know, or as uh, the cool kids say, uh, been through the trenches. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's a thing. It's like, you know, you think about, like, I don't know when the Patriots were bad. And I don't know if that was previous to uh to Brady, but previous to Drew Bledsoe, nigga. Or Drew Bledsoe. Those yeah, niggas got yeah. the smooth straight got to go smooth from Bledsoe to Tom Brady. And so I I one, I've never been a pay well, I've never been a fan of any teams outside of Detroit anyway, but I've really never been a a, a Patriots fan. And um just because, you know, they they've just really been good and you know, yeah, they, they've had a stretch of that. And so no real hate to them. I just never been a fan. But to see a team like the Lions, like, you know, a couple of my friends behind me are like, man, I'm so I'm happy for y'all fans, man. I'm happy for y'all as fans because, you know, y'all, y'all went through so many, you know, years of fuck shit. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like the Lions were fucking awful for so they had and they were awful and they just had so they had so many glimmers of hope. You know, I mean, I'm not even talking about, you know. Uh, post Barry, but like you know, the Stafford era, the Megatron era, you know, I was watching clips today of of uh, plays from Golden Tate, and that shit was nuts, dude. It's like we had we had weapons, but it just we just could never get over the hump of fucking winning, dude. That shit sucked, man. And you know what's interesting too is like those players are better, I think, than the players that we have now. Like, yeah, like it's it, it's not like. But but at the same time, it's like even when those players were winning games, it never felt like this, dog. Like no. I, like like the way they win now 
is nothing like I've ever felt in my whole life of being a Lions fan. Like this, th- I feel like this is what it feels like to watch a good football team, like a team that can actually contend. Like the t- the times when the Lions have had a good record before or have had good runs, it always kind of just felt like, oh man, we got a good win today. Oh, we- like it, like we got lucky. Like oh, we got a win today. Oh, we got a lot of wins. We got we we got a few wins this this year. Maybe we can get some more. Even if we get into the playoffs, maybe we can win this one. Like it never felt like. I don't know. I feel like I expect these niggas to win now, dog. <laughs> like, like I, I, that's a I, weird I am, reality. But I've been like, really I feel trying like that's, to, I don't know how I feel, dog. Yeah, I've been really trying to taper my expectations of, okay, they should be winning. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I'm trying not to do that. But, like, like I, like I keep saying, when you when you beat the teams, you're, when you win the games you're supposed to lose, and then when you beat the shit out of the teams you're supposed to beat, like I, that means you're a good team and that's what they're doing. And now I kind of feel like I expect them to win. And I'm like, I've ne- never in my life have I expected them to win every week, even when they've been good, I expect them to lose. And it's not, not just like, Oh, I'm happy. No, I expect them to lose. And then when they win, it's like, Oh man, great. Cool. And then if that happens 10 times in a season, it's like, Holy shit, we had a good season. And then we don't make the playoffs or losing the playoffs and it's on to the next one. No, this year feel different, dog. <laughs> this year feel like no. These niggas need to be winning every <laughs> every game. <laughs> and even and even like every ever since game one or two, you know, we've been missing somebody. So it's like you know yeah. we haven't been full throttle. You know, uh, right now, shit. We we're not even certain if like one. We know that uh, Montgomery is not playing this next game. Uh, Gibbs might be back. Uh, Craig Reynolds might play. And then they're bringing. They had a guy from the practice squad that played last game. I think his name last name started with the O. And so we might be down, you know. But it's like my my, you know, the whole the whole concept of next man up has been what the Lions have been doing. Like you know, uh, Branch the rookie was balling out before he was injured, but now you know uh, Jacobs has been balling. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. this is it's just next man up. But what I can say before I forget it shows the mentality. Right. Um, I wonder if like with like the Lions that we saw that were bad, but they had like star players. I wonder if if minus because I believe the, the I believe the Iverson era uh 76ers did go to the finals or the conference finals. They made it to the finals. Made it to the finals. So minus the final mi- minus going to the finals. I wonder if that's the feeling that we had is like when Iverson you know, led a team because it was like he was a, he was obviously the star player and, you know, it was fun to see him, but in the end, they couldn't win shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had Megatron, who was fucking amazing. You know, we've had, you know, uh, Stafford, who was fucking amazing. You know, going back to Barry, we've had other, you know, star players, offense and defense. You know, we had fucking Dominican Sue. You know, we said uh, uh, Averill, I can't think of his first first name. Uh, Cliff Averill. Yeah. Um, so we've had all these star players over the years and and only to name a few and we just couldn't do anything. So it's like now having, you know, say if those players were rated like 80 and 90, we got a bunch of 70 rated players that's doing fucking well. And, you know, the chemistry is there and they fucking balling out. And and I'm almost at the point that I'm I'm expecting wins. Like, you know, even, you know, going into you know, this game not being favored, like, I'm expected to win. You know, I'm expecting... I, I am too. I'm like, oh, we're not favored? That's why when I said, like, let me let me see how they handle that. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, watch us spank these niggas too. 
right, right. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, dog, these niggas is good, dog. <laughs> and as much as I, you know, as much as I've been a fan of Lamar Jackson just as, as a player, I'm ready for that motherfucker to get fucking took down. I'm, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, I'm waiting for agency, uh, Aiden Hutchinson to hit the stanky leg on them hoes. I'm waiting <laughs> for uh, Jacobs to get an INT. You know, I'm I'm hoping that Laporta gets some scores. I'm hoping that you know, just the just play the same level that we've been playing. You know, uh, for this for these first five games, and you know, um, yeah, dude, I can't wait. Like I, I like I my Sundays are fucking. Fo- I mean, my Sundays has always been football, but especially for the Lions now. Other than the game, it's been really missed, enjoyable football. Yeah, it's enjoyable, <laughs> even. Even the fucking uh, what's the game I had to watch because I was helping my cousin move. I was listening to it. Let me tell you, fucking Dan Miller is a radio icon, dog. Like <laughs> that motherfucker makes you feel like you're watching the game. I'm dog. telling you, that's what I'm saying, dog. I was like, man, you feel like you can see what's happening, dog. <laughs> he makes you feel like you're watching the game. It's like you're there. And then I seen a few clips of them showing them in the booth when they were running certain plays, like when they were doing all the plays, he, I mean, in any play that's been a scoring, uh, a, a scoring play, Dan Miller, it's fucking amazing. But when they were doing the, uh, they did the, I showed, they showed the play of, uh, golf throwing to Jameson, uh, in the end zone, it just track. It's like, he tracks the play down the yard line, the 20 to five, you know what I'm saying? No, he, his, and then just seeing him, He's so fucking hype, dog. Like he is so fucking hype in the booth. And you know, Lovis Brown just be looking like a happy kid and shit of that motherfucker, dog. That's why when I was a kid, man, my dream job was to be George Blaha, like to to be his replacement. I was like, man, when I grow up, I'm gonna I'm gonna be George Blaha's replacement. And then as I got older, I was like, I don't even know if I could do that because I'd be like Dan Miller, dog. I'd be like too hype. And I'm like, I don't know if I can control myself. Like, I might be saying stuff that's like too wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> get oh. these niggas. <laughs> like, okay. Like, and I and I know from experience, you like your energy, sir. But uh, yeah, yeah. And I know from experience, your hype is probably the same as my hype and shit when it comes to that shit. So you know, I would probably be out of control doing being a fucking commentator. Um, yeah. But but yeah, man. Um, it's just like I say, it's just crazy crazy to see how good they are now and um and it's just you know it's 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 wild <laughs> it's fucking wild yeah man and get this uh get this dub on sunday move to six and one talk get all that talk about uh whatever the whatever the uh whatever the las vegas is looking at thinking about why why we the underdogs whatever whatever it is that they're thinking Show them that they was wrong about that. And then we can roll into Monday night. And that's it right there, dog. Oh, yeah. Next week night. Is, the next week is the uh, uh, Raiders Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. The following week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to go into that Monday night fucking yeah. on a, on a I want to go in that uh, six bad. and one so bad, dog. Are we home? Or that's a uh, what? Yes, that's the game I'm going to, nigga. Oh, oh, fuck. Yes, I forgot. Here. You said you were going that for. I, for, though, yeah. I totally forgot about that game. Yeah. Yes, you and the wife going, right? Yep. Yo, yeah. that's gonna be dope as fuck. Yeah, man. buddy. And is your wife going to just be a supporter of you, or is she just you know she happy about going to the game? No, she's excited to go. She's yeah, oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. 
Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna it's, we gonna be on one that day, dog. Like like it's gonna be different if we lose if we lose and are coming to that game five and two. But if we come into that bitch six and one, dog. Oh man, <laughs> man, I wonder it's gonna be a time. Tailgate's probably gonna be nuts downtown for that game. I did. I went to tailgate once, and granted, it's a whole different era of Lions not winning. But uh, I went to tailgate in a few times. But I did go when they they played the Patriots on a Sunday night game, and Easter Market was slapping from. I got there at noon, and people had been there since eight in the morning. <laughs> like I got there, I got to to McGee's at noon, had a few drinks there, then walked down, and motherfuckers were there all day. I left tailgate before the game i right when the game started i ended up going home because i had drank too much <laughs> and i watched the rest of the game at home like well it's one o'clock time to go <laughs> yeah no it was like no because i think the game started what 8 15 i think i left at like 8 30 or some shit like that because I, I couldn't i'm like i can't stay down here anymore like it's just oh it's a night game oh no no no, 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 no. that's what saying i'm sorry it was a night game so like i said i got there at noon i stayed there about eight and then i, <laughs> I was thinking you left that one like oh no, no 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 it was a night game um, oh yeah you did say that <laughs> yeah so but yeah that shit's crazy dog so um but i don't know man i as much as I enjoy the Lions, I, I, I most time I just enjoy just being home watching. <laughs> Unless I'm gonna go to a game, I haven't. And plus, I don't really want to spend money, so you know, I'm like fuck. You know, my preference would be to watch at home. Like I, I feel like going to games is something that people should experience. It's, it's a great thing to experience. But like, it, it's, it, it's, it's, you have to have a certain kind of lifestyle to make that a regular thing. And I don't even just mean financially. I mean just the time, like the commute. The time spent at the arena, the time spent, uh, you know, getting out of wherever you park at and then the driving home, like and then to do that for like if you're, say, like a baseball fan or something like that or a basketball fan where they or a hockey fan where they're playing, you know, multiple times per week. It's a lot. But um, like I, I, it, it's a thing to experience. I prefer to kind of, you know, watch at home if I can. But, you know, with Pistons games, I I, I just like to be there. But with this Lions game, this is one that's like, I I, I just want to experience this. It's, it's not just any old Lions game. It's the fact that it's a Monday night game. It's the fact that Bro. it's here. It's the fact that it's that, the Raiders. That, that and it's the fact that we might be six and one going into it. Like that that may be one and that may be one of the best games of the of this season, man. Um, yeah, it's a go to. Yeah. Yeah, that that's gonna be a dope fucking game. I, I I would definitely not I'm definitely not holding back my jealousy on that one. That's gonna be a dope fucking game to go to. And I just I'm just pissed because my um had my mom not been to you know been sick with the surgery she'd been to I know she would have loved to go to a game this season especially with them being good so yeah man that should be dope as fuck man should be well, hopefully them fuck. niggas will be playing uh <laughs> well into the off uh not the off season into the postseason <laughs> which, which is normally season. our which is normally our off season though so right yeah. <laughs> Right. Hopefully they'll be playing. They'll actually be playing in what is their normal off season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be this time. So yeah, it should be dope. It should be dope. Um, but but niggas got us ranked number one overall. So I mean, we should be able to win the division, right? <laughs> the very least, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> win the division, dog. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, man. So yeah. Um, anything else on the Lions? Nah. So. I so I, I I've you know shared you know on the podcast you know I've been off work and you know looking for jobs and shit, um, and 
you know, dealing with unemployment has been the worst shit of my fucking life. Like years ago, last time I was on unemployment was like 2014. And the system tech wise wasn't as good as it is now. Um, Cause you still had to submit jobs that you were, you know, uh, applying for and all that stuff. And now it's just, it's really simple like that. Submit your jobs that you were, you're, you're applying for, you know, you're available to work, all that shit, boom, or whatever. You get your measly paid for the week or whatever. But now it is, I'm not even say virtually, I don't want to use any extra words. It is impossible <laughs> to talk to an actual customer representative without scheduling an appointment. You cannot do it. There's no prompt that gives you a person if you don't schedule an appointment. And if you schedule an appointment, the, the appointment is two to three weeks out. What the fuck? And that's in person or fucking uh, on the phone. The in-person ones, they, they're they booked up to the point where I've never been able to schedule an in-person um, appointment. Damn. I've only been able to schedule um, a phone appointment. And it's always two to three weeks out. What the fuck? Every fucking time. Every prompt. There is not a prompt that I've pushed to get me to a person. I'll call, go through the things, and they'll say... They, and it's the same fucking, you know, prompt that says, you know, if you call back during the um, end of the week, you, um, lesser call volume. That same fucking prompt plays on Friday. This is the end of the fucking <laughs> week. This should be fright, right? And then they say, sorry, sorry, it says something to the point where, um, um, sorry, we couldn't help you. Uh, please try back tomorrow or something. And it just hangs up. Nothing. So I've been dealing with this shit for like a month and a half where I've been never not able to talk to no one. Which means I haven't been able to fucking get paid for a month and a half. What the fuck? And I've been nigga, I, nigga got bills. I'm stressing like a motherfucker. Shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so today, um, I finally got through because I scheduled this a, a week two out, and I finally got to it. And I'm explaining the stuff to homegirl. And the, I, I've talked to two other people over the past two months. One person helped me in the beginning. The second person didn't help me at all. And this person. So I'm telling her my issues and all that stuff. She puts me on hold. She come back. And in short, she was able to fix it where I got my back pay. Oh, Lord. So that was a fucking plus, you know, a fucking blessing. And I, uh, and so if anybody knows who, who the white lady Dawn is that works at the unemployment office, she is a fucking gem. Um, <laughs> but Dawn, that shit was just nuts. And I'm explaining to her, like, you know, I tried to call. And she just sounds so apologetic because she knows the system is so fucked up. Right. Like, she's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I, it's not your fault. You just work there. I, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? But the system is just not made to talk to people. And it's so fucking frustrating. I mean, I could probably we could get by as a family, but it's like, fuck. I mean, whatever this little money is, it fucking helps while I'm trying to fucking find a job and shit. So the fact that I can't even do the prompt to, because you what they call it certified for your weeks and shit. It didn't even give me that option. And there's no one to talk to. So it's like, I'm going weeks and weeks and weeks not being able to do that. I'm calling every fucking day. And it's oh, just like, what the fuck? I've earned the right to get unemployment for my, my past employer. So right. it's not like I'm asking for handouts. I've earned this, you know what I'm saying, through working for somebody. So I'm not asking you motherfuckers for free money or no shit. I'm just asking for the shit that I've been, you know, I've earned through working a job. And that shit was so fucked up, dog. Like, 
I was down to my last, and I'm just like, dude, this car don't go right. I'm not sure what the fuck to do. And I was just not like I woke up because I had a it was a noon appointment on the phone. Like I just woke up in a shitty mood. Like I'm just like, I don't know how this shit gonna go. If she don't fix this shit, I don't know what the fuck. And then if she doesn't fix it, I'm gonna have to schedule another appointment. And that's gonna be another two, three weeks out, which means shit, I gotta wait another two, three weeks more than I've been waiting all this other fucking time and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking stupid, dog. So that was fucking, you know, uh, a blessing. Like I just, it just, I just felt a weight lifted because I'm just like, man, this is so fucking dumb, you know. And I've had some other issues on which I don't have to go into, but it was just, you know, it's just the they don't make that system, uh, to be user friendly when it comes to actually talk because they have like online chats and shit where you could do, but Mm -hmm. the people in the online chats don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Or the online chat is be like, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Please try it. And then it just shuts down. Uh, so, man. So that's 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 my rant one. And I have another rant before we get into anything else, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. So we moved in the house in uh, March. April, we 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 decided to buy furniture, new furniture. So we were, uh, my wife found some stuff at Value City Furniture she liked. And so we bought a couch and a love seat. And then we bought another couch for our upstairs room. Um, and so let me so let me go back. I'm sorry. We bought a couch, a love seat, and an ottoman. And we bought a couch for upstairs. We had to pick up the ottoman, the couch for upstairs, because it was a different sale. And the ottoman was on back order. So this is April. They say, cool, you'll get the ottoman. The ottoman being stocked in July. Bet. July comes, that bitch is still on the stock. So you'll get it in August. August turns okay. to September. September, it was a date for like September 30th, they were supposed to deliver the Ottoman. I forgot about it. It was like August. I mean, I'm sorry, it's like October 2nd. My wife was like, hey, we were supposed to get our Ottoman. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot about it. What the but fuck? I mean, I forget just because it didn't come, but it's like it should have been delivered. So it was just like, what the fuck? And so I call these motherfuckers and they say, um, oh, we're sorry about the delay. It'll happen and you know, you get you get your, your stuff delivered in a week. I'm like, okay. And then so my wife calls the next day because she still had more questions as to what the fuck is going on. They say that the fucking the, the dates keep getting pushed back because they don't make it anymore. I'm like, why the fuck they ain't tell me that? So I'm like, we're cool. We just get our refund. We can't do nothing about them not making it anymore. So the next day, they call back and say, we were, uh, um, we had some bad info. They actually have 40 in stock. So you'll get it next week. Which is weird. Like, how do you go from the person not making them or the, whatever the fuck not making them and having 40 in stock, which sounded skeptical as hell, but I'm like, right. okay. So they give us a date. That was a last, this past, last Wednesday. Okay. It was supposed to be between 7 and 10. Okay. Did not come. So around noon, I fucking called like, yo, we had a delivery. No one's here. Lady was like, um, yeah, for some odd reason, the person at the warehouse canceled delivery. But bitch, why? Okay. How the fuck you just cancel a delivery? Like, where the fuck is the shit at? And so I'm going back with this lady for like three days, four days. She is. She was the most useless person I've ever talked to <laughs> other than the unemployment people because she's like yeah I have to end, um, but now I need, she's like well now I have to email the supplier why are you emailing the supplier 
Why the fuck was the warehouse cancel delivery? Dude, can someone put a physical eye on this shit and say that they have it? Because at this point, I don't believe that the actual item. Right. Exactly. I'm like, does this even exist? So she's like, I'm doing emails and I haven't got anything back. So Friday comes and that was Wednesday. Friday comes and I'm like, you know what? We're just we're just canceling it. We don't because it obviously no one knows what's going on. Right. Okay. This is dumb. You niggas is dumb. <laughs> I'll call you back in an hour and you can get the cancellation going. Okay, cool. She didn't call back. I didn't feel like wasting my Saturday on that shit. And so I call back Sunday. And I'm like, hey, because I'm talking to this. Her name was fucking Liz. Liz at fucking Novi fucking. I feel like I'm doxing this chick. <laughs> fucking Novi uh, <laughs> uh, Value City Furniture. I call back Sunday. Talk and every time I she's the only person to answer the fucking phone. And I'm like, hey, I'm calling to check what's your phone number? Get his phone number. And it's like she almost gives a sigh, like she knows it's what the fuck, you know. She's like, I'm like, so yeah, I was expecting a call back Friday about my refund. Yeah, I emailed them and um I haven't got a response yet. I'm thinking like, bitch, at the very least, you could have called me back and said, Hey, I don't have an answer right now. That's why I knew she doesn't give mm-hmm. a fuck. She just goes in and clocks in because I don't know start thinking like if it was me and I worked at a place and I kind of gave a fuck I would probably do a little more research to figure out where's this fucking thing at right at, you know what I'm saying like you know I'm not asking you to go over and above what you're supposed to do but at the very least you should probably wonder like was it really at the warehouse why are you emailing the supplier why don't you ask my man why he fucking man or woman or why they canceled the fucking delivery all this shit and I'm just like so when I call back Sunday, I say, if this Bitch. is something that's <laughs> I'm like, if this is something out of your purview, I I can can I talk to a different person? And I was like, actually, she said, because we bought it, we bought it from a different location, but the the Nova the Nova location was supposed to do deliveries. And she so she's like, I'll transfer you to the, the Westland location. And when she transferred me, it just kept ringing. So I just hung up and called the Westland location, explained the shit. <laughs> we want a refund. And by in the next two hours, we had our money back. Damn. But we don't get the fucking item we wanted. Like, I really wanted the fucking ottoman. Like, I'm like, we're like pissed that we can't get our fucking ottoman. I'm just like, man, why can't I just, and I feel like I always think, yo, about, we should roll up on Liz, though. Bro. <laughs> Liz is a whole ass nigga, dog. I swear to God. <laughs> Throw up on Liz, dog. And, I, and the thing is, it, it, it's not it's not her immediate fault that there's these supply issues or whatever the fuck. But you're not even doing doing anything else to help figure out what the fuck is the problem. And the fact that y'all are so cool with just canceling some shit just means that it probably never existed in the first fucking place. Because it seemed like if you want the fucking money that was, you know, that I actually, you've been holding my fucking money since April. It just seems like maybe you'll give a little of fu- little fucks to say, oh, no, where the fuck this shit is? Or why is this happening? Or maybe it just right. happens so much that they just don't care. It's just like, God damn, dude. Like, that shit was just so, fu- like, so fucking fresh to the point where I took, I took Saturday off from calling because I didn't even want to deal with this shit. <laughs> I just like, you know, I'm gonna call call on Sunday morning and figure this shit out. But God, yeah, damn, like, man, man, just just like on the strength of just like 
sheer curiosity like yo what the fuck is even going on like i would just be curious on that like the fact that she didn't even give a fuck like you were in you were in this situation and you don't even care about figuring out what's going on (laughs) he's like yeah whatever i don't give a fuck man it's just that's the part like and i've been and i may be over i may be uh over overdoing this in my thought process so you tell me if i am but I'm not even fully satisfied that I just got my money back. Like, I really want to know that this shit exists. I really want someone to tell. Not, I, I'll never get that answer now. But I really want to know that this thing even exists. Like, was it somewhere in a in a fucking delivery warehouse and the person for whatever reason said, no, nah, we're not going to deliver it today. Like, that's what I want to know. Like, that would just make me feel a lot better if, oh, you know what? It wasn't even in the warehouse at the time. And that's why they cancel delivery. Like, okay, that makes sense. You can't deliver something that doesn't exist. But no one gave a fuck to even care to see where was this fucking item at and shit, you know? And that's the shit that bothers me so much now. It's like, okay, cool, we got our money back. I mean, it was on a credit card, so our credit card just got fucking reimbursed or whatever. (laughs) But it's just like, no one cared that, you know, I've been waiting for fucking April to get an item that I paid for. And... um. It's just it's just not there anymore. And then be like, fuck it. You can just get your money back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I care enough to find out, but. It's been such a hassle to even get to the point of the refund that it's like, I don't think you could easily find out. Like, and then I, it's I like, okay, you're do- yeah. And then it's like, at that point, you're doing it just to do it and not even for the purpose of getting a refund. And it's like, okay, you're going to go through that hassle just to go through a hassle like with no real end game, like, and there's no real possibility of you probably ever finding out anyway. So I'm like, eh. I'm like, you, you got to let it go. But I, I understand the desire to want to know. Cause I would, I would want to know. Yeah. I mean, there's no one. I, I, so we got our money back now. So it's like, no one would give a fuck there as to why this item never got to me at this point. Like we've got our money back. We, you know, whatever. And no one would probably care. What's crazy is that the, the sales lady, who actually sold us the stuff, she doesn't even work there anymore. So that was the one thing was like, fuck. I, and she was really, really thorough with shit. I felt like she could have got more information for me, but she don't even work there no more. So I don't even have no ties to people that I actually dealt with to actually, you know, figure out. And that was like the one thing I was just like, I, I just want to know, like, <laughs> where the, what the fuck, what was the breakdown? What the fuck happened? Yeah, but, goddamn you know. Phantom Ottoman. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. gonna know. <laughs> and dog, uh, it was so that but that bitch was so fucking nice too, man. Cause it was obviously it matched the furniture in our living room. And that was, you know, we, we watch a lot of TV in our living room, and that's like a you know, one of our places we lounge at. And man, that bitch would have been so fucking nice, dog. So it's like God like damn man, it. it was heated, it had a foot massage. Bruh. <laughs> it was I mean, it's the same material as our, our ship. Like I almost like I'm not even writing the store off because we bought like I say it had Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> had USB ports on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? It had a digital touch screen, right. and I'm and and it's crazy. People may the, the three people that listen to our podcast may be like this nigga bitching about some shit to put his feet on. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am absolutely bitching about. Hey, some nigga, shit I wanted it and I should have got hey. it, and I didn't, and I don't know why. Yes, I don't I'm mad know about why. It. Yes, I'm mad as fuck. <laughs> right, that's all the reason you need, nigga. I wanted it, I don't got it, and I don't know why I don't got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, the important part. I don't know why I don't have it. 
<laughs> and and the thing is, I'm not even writing the place off fully because the 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 couch love seat and the other couch we have is really nice. I like those, and I would buy something from there again if it was in stock and I could pick it up then. But I wouldn't order no shit from them. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, I'm just like, God damn it, man. So that shit, that was just my first between dealing with unemployment shit, uh, and dealing with, you know, um the furniture shit, and then, you know, my uh my mom who's doing well, and I can't remember if I mentioned it. So initially when I, you know, we had talked about you know, my mom, she had, had a a double bypass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I don't remember because she had another scare after that. Did I talk to you about that? No. Okay. So, essentially, she ended up. It, short story. I'll, I'll tell a long story, but not long. But short story short is that she ended up having a stroke. Um, short story is it was a minor, really minor stroke to the point where she passed all her tests and was fine and there's no permanent damage or anything. But what happened was because of the trauma of the bypass surgery, it sent a small clot to the brain. So my, my sister was at home with my mom. And and so my mom was on the first floor, my sister on the second floor. And occasionally my sister's upstairs. She had called down to my mom just to check on her and shit. And she was talking weird and shit. And so we had to rush over there and all that shit. She had to stay in the hospital a few days. She had all these tests and stuff, and it came back that it was a small stroke. But she passed all her tests well um, because she's on blood thinners, because of the bypass. Everything worked out. It was the best possible situation to have a stroke from. So it wasn't, you know, a lot of people have strokes and they have like, you know, they're like paralyzed with certain parts of the body and stuff like that. She didn't experience any of that stuff. So, I mean, kind of weird to say that she had the possible best stroke she could have ever had. Um, But, you know, so... Dealing with that shit, you know, it's just been a crazy, crazy last fucking month. And I'm just, I'm surprised I ain't called somebody a whole ass bitch over the phone. Dealing with it. Man, me too. <laughs> nigga, you said she had a stroke, nigga. I, man, I didn't even make a sound. You didn't, you should, you could have, should have seen my face, nigga. I'm, man. I could, I could hear your face. <laughs> man, I, like, I, I couldn't even make a sound, dog. Like, my yeah. face was like in shock, nigga. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I was yeah, watching some nah. wild shit in a movie, nigga. I was, yeah, like, I was yeah. like, oh, my silence might come off weird, but yeah. I still don't know how nah. to make a sound right now. <laughs> yeah, man, it was nuts, man, because it was uh, so it was a, it was a, it was a Saturday. So is it two Saturdays ago? Last Saturday, I can't remember. So I was in a in a garage watching TV, uh, watching football or whatever, and um, Dan Dan was over, and my sister called me like hysterical and shit because she never she never like lost conscious or anything. She was just talking gibberish and shit. And so my, my sister called me like, something's wrong, mama. I don't know. So I'm like, fuck, I got to go. So I tell I tell him I got to go. I run the house to the wife. He's like, hey, I'll drive you over there. I'm like, cool. And so, you know, this nigga has this fast ass fucking truck. Right. That's normally a 20, 25 minute drive over there. Nigga, we got over there in 15 minutes, dog. <laughs> it was the craziest shit ever. I just thank God there was no police out and shit because right. it was definitely on some old uh, GTA shit, dog. But I, I, I appreciate him for it. We got over there. And so, yeah, on the way there, I t- talked to my sister like, hey, check her blood pressure. What's going on? Because she had to check her blood pressure daily and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, check her blood pressure. 
Um, and while they were doing that, the ambulance had came already. And so when I got there, she was in the living room, sitting, talk to the uh, ambulance and um, ambulance, uh, EMS people, excuse me. And so my mom lives near Sinai Grace. And my mom was like, I'm not going there. And so in an emergency, they would have to take you to the nearest hospital. So we had to sign off on taking her back to her main hospital, which is uh, Providence. So if it was more of an emergency, they would have had to take her. Right. Um, but because she was, her vitals were fine at the moment and stuff and so forth, we ended up just taking her to uh, to Providence, which, which is her her actual, uh, where her heart doctor is and stuff like that. So, but boy, man, it's been a bitch, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Sinai Grace is where my mom ain't going no more neither. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't. That's where I she was at when she got I COVID. Remember, yeah, I remember you telling me all about that. I remember all yep. that shit, man. And uh, I, I would, I, I would wish my worst enemy to, to fucking suck that grace, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, like, yeah, fuck, fuck that. Dude. <laughs> like, I would wish this my worst enemy. Yeah, absolutely. Go to sign that grace, nigga. Good fucking luck. <laughs> right. Like, like, oh man. man, my worst enemy just got shot. Take that nigga to sign that grace. That grace. That nigga bleed out in the lobby. And right, shit. I go. I'll start printing T-shirts right now. Right, right, nigga. You better, you better go to better, go, better, better go to Swanson, nigga, because uh, you, you, you about to be there, nigga. Because that right. place is not saving a lot of motherfuckers, boy. Um, Send that bitch ass nigga to sign our grace. Yeah, nigga, because because they're because they're they're only like they're, so you can say like, his grace. They're even with lights. They're like five minutes away from sign that grace. So Mm-mm. they're not they're not far at all. And uh she was like, nah. So I had to like I when I got there, my sister was doing so, so I had to sign off on it. Cause you have to with the EMS, you have to sign off to say that you're not, you know, taking their, you know, whatever. So but yeah, it was like, nah, fuck that. So I say all that to say it's been a hell of a last month. And um dealing with that, you know, unemployment, furniture, and other shit. I was just like, yo, this is just way too much. And so, like I say, I woke up in a shitty fucking mood this morning. And once I had that call at noon, it it, it fucking lifted my spirits and shit. I just didn't oh, that was it. today. I didn't yeah, even piece together all... that that was today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was today, man. So, you know, like I said, I was just like, fuck, man. And so, what started the shitty mood is that I woke up. <laughs> I woke up to a rejection letter from a job that I applied for. <laughs> Man, so it was like, uh, all right, I already see what this is. I already see what this. Yeah, day so I, I already see what's about to pop off. You know what I'm saying? I it's like, oh, as they talk yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, fuck me, man. I just so it's, and it was like, you know, I, I my my emails pop on my phone, so. So as I woke up, it was like, thanks for applying, but we're not. I was like, God damn it. Like, this is what the day's going to be like. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just like, fuck, my wife had left to do some work functions. So I came in and I was, you know, brought my computer out because I do my daily like job searches in the morning. So I'm just sitting there drinking some coffee, just like angry than a motherfucker. And then finally had that call at 12 and, you know, that kind of just helped. Man, it's just. Ooh, I mean, and then then dawn from then dawn from the unemployment came through. Dawn from uh, man, she came through. Man, if I seen her, pub, if I knew she looked like, I'd give buy her a fucking drink, boy. <laughs> Shit, boy. Like I, I, my wife would be uh, man. I probably had to kiss her in the mouth, dog. Like thank you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like this don't mean nothing, but you know I appreciate. it. <laughs> like everybody understands that this. Don't everybody mean understands. Nothing, but, like, I just, but, I just, I just, I just got some back pay for five weeks. Shit. I just got. I just got to express. I just got to express this admiration. Right. Like, this man just gave me an open face, mouth kiss. Like what the fuck? 
I don't think tongue was necessary, but right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like right. To grab my ass. <laughs> right. 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 This is way too much. Like, okay. okay. A, a simple thank you would suffice. Like, okay. But right. I just want to, want to show you how much I appreciate it. Right. I just want to show you how I feel. Feel right, me. Right. So I didn't. Feel I, me, I, right? right? So. <laughs> So oh, through this through this episode, I didn't only name drop people who was fucking dickheads. I actually named drop somebody who actually did did well at their job. So you know, uh, fuck Liz from uh, uh, Value City, but uh, big ups well, to fuck uh, Dawn. Yeah, but big, <laughs> big ups to Dawn from uh, unemployment. She she definitely did her job today. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, I got my I got my let Dawn feel the tip. <laughs> Like, what's your cash at, boo? <laughs> we trying to get flued out. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how my wife would approve of that, but I mean, <laughs> you know, let's just be the starters and shit for a beverage. And shit. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, I guess we can we can end on a more serious note if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's how things work. <laughs> That's how things work. Let's just fuck everybody else up at the end. Right. <laughs> Let me pour a sip of something. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus Christ. Oh. So, I um... and on the note of Otis filling on Dawn's booty, let's talk about Israel. <laughs> let's talk about Israel and Gaza and how. Fucked up shit is, is continuing to happen there. Um, so you had put me on to a, a podcast episode today. They were kind of giving a breakdown of, of stuff. Um, do you want to go into like, yeah, yeah, thoughts on? Yeah, I could talk about it briefly. So like, uh, you guys might have heard that I think it was yesterday that uh, there was like a bombing at a hospital in Gaza, and. The bombing of the hospital is wild because one, it's a hospital. <laughs> like, why would like like have you no like no decency whatsoever? Like, one, it's a hospital. Um, and then two, uh, it's apparently like it's, it's a Christian hospital. So theoretically, there would be no Muslims, aka Arabs, aka Palestinians that would be in it for you to even want to attack it. But for whatever reason, a bombing happened at this hospital. And the Palestinians are, of course, blaming the Israelis on this for this. And the Israelis are, of course, blaming the Palestinians for this. And you basically you shot yourself in the dick like like you did it. And what's interesting about this uh, story is uh, uh, one, of course, how they're blaming each other. But uh, there was also a quote from I think it was like the Egyptian president or something like that. And he said something to the effect of. Uh, the what the Israelis are doing has now gone beyond uh, simple like retribution for what Hamas did to them. That is now they're just now overly punishing the people who live there and the people who live there are talking about all the, the terrible issues that they're having and not, not being able to get, you know, things like water and, and stuff like that. And then the third thing that I thought was interesting about this story is that uh as you guys probably heard, President Biden Biden was supposed to be over there and he was supposed to do some thing with them or with with uh, Israel's president, uh, Netanyahu. I, I'm sure you guys have probably heard that name, uh, you know, 
on the news or on the radio or podcast or whatever. It might it may not be an unfamiliar name, but uh, he's again is clearly siding with with Israel. And he said that, you know, uh, says something to the effect of like uh, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't you guys. It was the other guy or something like that while he was uh, sitting with Netanyahu. And and they're saying that, like, he looked at uh, reports and like over overhead shots. And, and, and it does seem to be that they they did shoot themselves in the dick is based upon whatever it is that he saw. Like, it wasn't just him going like, yeah, it was the other guy, dog, because you my nigga. Like, it, it wasn't like that. He apparently saw some stuff that actually did seem to confirm to him that that they shot themselves in the dick. But I just think that it's 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 interesting that uh, one, that they are, of course, were blaming each other. And two, that uh, uh, Biden is very clear with taking sides. And then three, the uh, Egyptian president was cool with saying outwardly something that I've been wondering about myself. Uh, how, again, how even is this? Because this whole thing is has never really been portrayed as an even back and forth. It's always kind of been portrayed in, in one certain kind of way. And I'm wondering if that's kind of what's ha happening now. Like Hamas did what they did and it was terrible and they deserve every bit of retribution that they can get but or that they can receive. But like, I don't know if what's happening over there is like a one for one. Like is Israel like, yeah, we fucked Hamas up, but like, let's just keep going hard anyway. Like, I don't know that. I don't know if that's the case or not. And the Egyptian president saying that kind of makes me wonder like, damn, are they going hard and like overly hard and it's just not really being reported on because there's a whole kinds of stuff that they do that don't get reported on. So I don't know, just more interesting developments that I, I just thought were uh, something that I kind of wanted to point out uh, on the podcast in, in case people are now interested or paying attention at all. I mean, I, do you think it's, I don't say premature is not the word because it's been going on for some time now, but can somebody fully like be on the side of the of, of Israel with all of the extra that's going on. Like if if it comes out that Israel actually bombed that that hospital, it's like, can you really fully back them with a fucking flag in your avian shit when they're doing shit like fucking bombing hospitals that ain't got nothing to do with any of that shit? Well, if if that comes out, no, unequivocally, no. But I think if 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 Pals if 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 they really did shoot themselves in the dick then um throwing all that out and looking at the bigger picture i think that you can be pro israel right now just based upon what hamas has done i think that if you're looking at the picture even wider and you're looking at the overall conflict i think that it's something where It, it, the reason I want to stay out of it is because it's one of those things where both sides only really need to acknowledge the other side's humanity, really. Like, so like if, if, if so I heard on Bill Maher, he was saying that he, he felt like Israel has currently has the moral high ground and has always had the moral high ground. And I do not agree with that. Like, I don't I don't if 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 Israel had from jump had, had established like, OK, we want to establish a home for Jews and we want it to be in Palestine. And then they went there and then they proposed the thing that ended up 
that they ended up proposing way after the fact and they were kind of like, but it was more fair and they were like, okay, we know that you are here and you've been here for however many generations and we understand, but we feel like we OG got it. Cause you know, we, we was here before that and, and all, you know, whatever they made their case and they were like, we, and we proposed that like, maybe we split this land or whatever. Like if they came with that kind of energy initially, then I could say that they always had the moral high ground, but they didn't. And like, I don't, I feel like it's one of those things where, if they if if each side would just acknowledge the other side's humanity, and I feel like every time they try to paint it as as if they have some sort of agreement that the agreement always heavily favors Israel, like like if, if the agreements seemed even, you know, like I I just I just feel like both sides are being dishonest and both sides are not really acknowledging the other side, and then I also feel like there's a media bias and like. I feel like it's something that's too complicated for any any of us Westerners to really have too much of a strong say in just because it's like I said, it's so back and forth and it's been for so long. I don't really want to say that you can't be pro-Israel because like right now, like Hamas is just it, it's an era. I think it's an era in the conflict where Israel is decidedly the victim. No, no, I take out decidedly. Israel is the victim in this present moment. <laughs> but I mean, um, the victims are Israel and the civilians of Palestine. Yes. Yeah, yes. At least that's my thought of it. It's like, so all of these Palestine, Palestinian civilians are being killed because of the, uh, Hamas. And it's like, and I was not, my question to you earlier was like, are they even killing any of the fucking Hamas? Like, are they fucking taking the L for this shit? And I don't know. I, I haven't seen a clear answer to that. You know, it's like, I guess if you kill a, enough enough Palestinians, maybe you'll get the Hamas in the result of that. I don't know if that's their goal or some shit, but, you know. Probably. Innocent, in, yeah. And so innocent people that, you know, people of Palestine don't have shit to do with this are getting killed. You know, you got a Christian hospital that ain't got shit to do if if Israel did it, if Palestine did it, it's fucked, but obviously that wasn't the intention, but it's still fucked up that so, so many innocent people died because of it. Um, but, you know, I don't know, man. I, I'm not taking a fucking side. I'm not siding any of that shit. Um, and, you know, I think it's 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 okay to not, you know, I, I think every, I think both sides I mean, it's like the Hamas, the Palestinians, and then the, the uh, folks of Israel. And it just seemed like the 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 Palestinian folks are just taking getting the raw deal of it because they're dying because of some shit people in their circle are doing. Yeah, and and, and that's what I hear too. Like when when I'm listening to podcasts and stuff like that, and I'm hearing them talking to Palestinian people, and they're just like, "Can somebody help us? Because we are getting fucked, and it's fucking sucks here, and we didn't do shit." And, and like every time I turn on the TV, I'm hearing pro pro Israel and 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 Israel this and Israel that and I, I am being totally raw fucked right now. And like that's what I keep hearing. And I'm just like, why why is no one reporting on this? And and, and that's the part that that bugs me. And I'm, I'm and I don't know, I, I just don't understand it. And that's why I love so much when I see something that's being reported that I feel where I feel like it's being reported fairly. And I share something like that to my Facebook. It was a a podcast that that broke down the entire history of it uh, in a 
more detailed way than I did in the last episode, but essentially confirming everything that I said in the last episode, uh, it, it just, you know, broke it down a little bit farther and, and it went, it went up to present day, you know, unlike me, but, um, yeah, I, I, I respect the, the full reporting of the situation and I don't understand why there is a desire to not report, to not report it fully. Uh, that that's the part that confuses me. I, I really don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's 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 a lot going on, and like I say, I you know, with so many innocent people being slaughtered and killed, you know, whether the ages, you know, it it's just unfortunate that you know the Palestine folks are being subject to death because of someone you know from that region, you know, has a beef with another area, and you know, it's it's just unfor unfortunate as fuck, and it just. To have just like, you know, I know I've seen, you know, Biden, you know, voice his opinions. I've seen Gretchen, you know, our governor voice hers, you know, being fully, you know, supportive of the Israel folks. And it's just like, I think it's okay to not be a full supporter when all of the information is not there. And it's the just, political play you have to make if yeah, you're in that, if you're yeah, in that, I know, I know. if you're in that high Fuck, of a position, dude. like, yeah, like you have to you know, be supportive, like, and, and it's, you, you can be supportive of, of that, of that situation, you know, that the situation of Hamas going over there and, and killing all those innocent people and taking all these hostages and they, they have American hostages too. Like, oh, you, I mean, and I think could, that you could totally be it's like, easy, fucked up with Hamas. Yeah. Like, and that's what they're totally, doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing. They're, they're saying like, like we support Israel in this, in this moment. It's the, it's the political play to make and it's the smart play to make. And it's the, it's the correct Correct in the moral sense too, because that that the Hamas attack was the the you know that was the the evil the evil move, and it, it's it's the avoidance of of the whole picture that 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 baffles me about this specific situation, and that's that's been going on for so long, and I I don't understand like the 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 fact that that podcast episodes and and news stories exist that promote themselves as hey here's the whole picture like like the fact that that, that even exists is is fucked up like why i don't know i it, it's 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 strange to me that in in this situation the united states is taking the side that they're taking when like i said they love to take the moral high ground and I don't know. I I just I don't believe that Israel has always had the moral high ground. Like I I don't believe that. Like I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see how you can look at the history of what's happened between these two nations and go Israel's been right the whole time. <laughs> like I I don't I don't see how you can you could believe that. I I just I don't like if, like if you look at me and you. By and large, we've lived in Detroit for 40 years, you know, give or take. You know, I'm not going to count the handful of years that either of us have lived anywhere else or whatever. By and large, we've lived in Detroit for 40 years. Can you imagine a nigga coming up to us and being like, yo, <laughs> like before this was even Detroit, my, like my, my original people who I don't even know them, but like my original people, they lived on this spot in this land right here. So now this is mine. I'll let you have 40% of it, but like, this is mine now. Like, 
Like, can you imagine? I've only been here 40 years. Can you imagine the people who've been there for generations? Generations, and people, and then people come along and they're like, yo, the Romans got us up out of here, but like they're not a factor no more. So uh, the British said we can have this now. And so like we're, we're willing to offer you 40% of it. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> so like, I mean, I, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's confusing to me why this 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 conflict has been painted uh in the way it has historically i'm not even talking about right in this exact moment i'm talking about historically why it's been painted this way and why right now the media seems to be obscuring the entire picture in favor of really keeping the focus on pro-Israel right now, which they don't need the help. Like they got their civilians got attacked and kidnapped and killed. They don't need assistance, but for whatever reason, they're obscuring everything else. And I don't know why, but yeah, food for thought. If you guys want to keep up with this conflict, cause it's not going anywhere. It just seems to be getting worse. And don't be surprised if we get dragged into it, by the way. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and I read so many posts about different celebs and different, you know, opinions and sit on there. And it's just so this I just I obviously we're in an era where people just say what the fuck they want and free but I just wish a lot of people shut the fuck up, dog. Well, I mean I like I personally am a big fan of social media. I've I've enjoyed the fuck out of social media for the time that it has existed. But the one thing that social media has done that is, is I think irreparable damage is it's given everybody a platform and it's given them an audience. And it used to be, you had to be somebody who mattered to have a platform and an audience. (laughs) Now everybody, not the case like me and you, (laughs) like everybody Anybody can have a platform and an audience to say whatever it is that they want to say and find other people who believe that same shit or who buy into whatever they're saying. And now you get mass groups of people who believe in ridiculous shit. And like it's I don't know. That's what it is now. And. Yeah, we, we live in a world where. It seems like what reality don't matter anymore. It just it, whatever it is that you want to be the reality is what matters now. And I, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why that's the reality people want to be in. Like, I don't I feel like the reality of these are two nations who have been at each other's throats for a little over 100 years because they just don't respect each other's humanity like. They could this could end by just saying, like, hey, let's just split this shit in half and be done and stop scrapping. And <laughs> that would be it. And it can't. And it's not over because and it's not because they're not able to do that. And that's really all this story is. And I don't know why that's not the story that's being told. Uh, like it's a perfectly reasonable and acceptable story. And I suspect that the story it's it's I'm I suspect that that story is not being told because it too closely mirrors our story, which is not a good one. And that's what we do here. <laughs> we we hide our our flawed history. Oh, we definitely do. So, yeah. <sighs> I swear to God, Israel took this shit out of our playbook, dog. 
<laughs> like they looked at they looked at what Americans did. It was like, yo, let, let's try that shit too. <laughs> and then they they not only they could take our playbook, they could potentially get funding from us to do it. <laughs> right, right. Get us to help. Like, yo, I see what you do it out here. <laughs> like, can we send y'all a hundred million right quick? Cool. Send us a hundred million. It's cool. Like, I respect your hustle. I see what you're doing out here. Man. Smooth Joey B. Fuck ass Joey B. <laughs> but man, yeah, that's that I mean that shit to think about too, man. Like the more educated you become about, and not you specifically, but like everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. The more educated you become about these topics, the more informed of a voter you are. So now, like now you specifically Otis, when you go to the polls, you're gonna be thinking about how fucked up your unemployment situation has been when you hear people campaigning and shit like that. And they're like, Yeah, I plan on uh revamping the unemployment system. Your ears gonna perk up. Right. <laughs> You'll be like, yo, like what are you really like, gonna do? Right. Like, you're you gonna be a more informed voter. And and are and are you keeping Dawn on staff? Right. Let me know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, I need to hear your I need to like the, the campaign promises on your website. <laughs> I need promotion for Dawn. <laughs> I didn't need that shit right in there. Man. But yeah, man, like you're gonna be a more informed <laughs> voter. So like all these other people who are uh watching how we portray this situation. And then whatever comes of it, whatever stance Biden takes and then whatever stance the Republican, not even the the, the nominee, the, the people who are the 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 people who are running running the uh, primaries, like whatever stance that they take on it, you're going to be a, you. Everybody is going to be a inf more informed voter on that. Now you're going to know, like, OK, I have a pretty strong idea what's going on over here. And I'm hearing a lot of sentiment out of this candidate that I don't appreciate that I think is kind of bullshit. So, like, I, I like that. That, that. Like, you know, the more that people listen to this podcast, the more informed of a voter they can be. And I, I mean, that's all you can, you know, you hope for, you know, people, you know, there's far many people than our, than us, you know, potentially educating people on stuff and just, I think mean, that's just the end goal. People would just be more educated when it comes to politics or just come to voting, even on a local to, you know, a higher level, just some form of just knowing more that you knew yesterday, you know? Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's uh, that's what I'm living by, man. I'm trying to learn more every day. Dog. I put up, uh, like I said, uh, my whole thing of trying to be on jeopardy. Like I, man, I've been, I've, continue to work on that like i'm not bullshitting on that dog. i watch it every day sometimes for hours in a day and i'm constantly like learning studying reading all that kind of shit because everything that happens is a learning moment like this whole situation popping off like now i feel like i have a pretty strong history of this whole situation so now if that situation if a question like that popped up i feel like i have a pretty good chance of getting it and now i got like uh maps up in my garage to help me study like my geography and shit. So like I got like a detailed one of the uh US to help with, you know, our specific shit. And then I got a world map uh to kind of help help with that too. So, you know, finding these little places like, all right, let me see where Israel is at, looking at it size relative to where it is, what it borders, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, man. Learning more than you uh than you knew the previous day. It's fun to it's fun to learn new shit. 
Sounds corny, but it's true. No, I mean, and you know, you, I, I, I would never call myself a, a, a like a full-on intellectual, but you know, I, it, I've definitely adapted the whole thing of <clears throat> trying to just just learn more and different stuff. Um, but this last, and I'm transitioning out of the Israel topic just to go into another for a quick moment. But these last like four or five days, I've just been overwhelmed with just shit. So I zoned out of everything and I totally finished Gangs of London. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I I fucking fucking watched all of that shit and I finished yesterday. Wait, season two as well? Yes. Yes. Damn. (laughs) You finished season one. (laughs) Nigga, I logged I logged out of life and I binged that shit, nigga. Yeah, so, so shout out to I, you. Appreciate the recommendation. How yeah. did season two end up? Oh yeah, it was it was it was wild, nigga. It was wild. <laughs> it was it was wild. It, that's one of the first. That's one of the first uh, series I've watched when I didn't know any of the fucking actors. Not you know, a one. They've. I've noticed more and more with those British actors coming over here. I have started to recognize some of them. Like I opened up like um Britbox. It's like the British Netflix and shit. Okay. I opened up Britbox like on my computer, just went on the website because I don't have an account or nothing like that. And I noticed like actors from stuff that like I started seeing more recently. Like uh my man who played uh Jeffrey on Bel Air, he was like the star of some show <laughs> on Britbox and shit. So like uh, I've started recognizing more and more of those people, but um, the guy that plays, oh, what was his name on Gangs of London? Elliot? Yeah. yeah I've been seeing him in stuff lately. Really? You, okay. Yeah, you'll start, see, you, you'll start seeing him more and more. Like, I've been seeing him in stuff lately. Um, uh, The one guy, the white guy, uh, Sean, he was in Peaky Blinders. Um, so if you ever see Peaky so- Blinders, he's in that. So what's funny is that I, every time I looked at him, I was like, he reminds me of someone from fucking Pinky Blinders. <laughs> Yo, he wasn't. He reminds Pinky you of the character Blinders. he played. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Who the fuck was he? Dog. I, because oh, he and actually, then you know his mom. Wait, his mom is. Um, wait, who's his mom from? His mom is Catelyn Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, knew her. But what was funny is that he reminded me of... Oh, fuck. He's the fucking... Oh, I'm looking at shit now. God damn it. He was (laughs) fucking from... But he reminded me so much of the main character, uh, Murphy. Um, What is his name? Uh, Killian. Killian Murphy. He reminded me so much of him. And I was, and I kept saying that, like he has that, he has the the bravado, you know, the characteristics of him. But fuck, he was in Peaky Blinders. Jesus Christ, Otis, <laughs> I did not put that together. I just, he just <laughs> reminded me so much of of the main character that I just did not put that fucking together that he was in fucking Peaky Blinders. God damn it, yeah. damn it, I totally forgot about that because he was one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. He was the youngest brother. Yeah. Wow. God damn it. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I finished it. Like I say, I 
I'm just so fucking mad I didn't put that together. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I kept referencing in my head Pika Bonnie because he reminded me so much of the the uh you know the main character. But yeah, a lot of them I didn't know. I mean, now we know um his mom from Game of Thrones, him from um uh Peaky Blinders, but yeah, a lot of them I didn't know who the fuck they were. Um but yeah, man, it was it was dope, man. Like I said, I got through season one, I was like, shit, I'm gonna start season two. And I just kept going through it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I don't even know where I'm at in season two. I think you mentioned like episode three or yeah, some I was shit. saying I was saying, yeah, three or four. Like I I know if I started over from the beginning, I will remember. I mean, when you told me you were at three, I was like at the end of season one. And then excuse me. I was at the end of season that one. That was legit and... like a day or two ago. <laughs> Like I say, dude, I just I just logged out of life and I was just like, that could have legit just... been yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to finish this because it's, it's a good distraction of life right now. So, but yeah, I, I'd be curious. Yeah. And I heard that they may not even have a, a season three to like 24 or 25 and shit. Yeah, it's a cold show, dude. Yeah, I was, I was definitely, definitely intrigued with that one. Definitely. I really was liking the, uh, I think he was like the main villain in season two. Like uh, he had blonde hair, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 is cool. Yeah, he was co- he yeah. was cold. His name yeah. they start with a K or something. Uh, Kodu Kor. Yeah, so it was something like that. Yeah, I don't know if that, it was something Kordu, like that. Kodu or something. Yeah, like that. it was something yeah. like that. Koda Kodu. Yeah, some something yeah. like that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he uh, was Koda Koba C O K O B A Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was cool. Yeah, so it was a, it was a good, it was shaping up to be a uh, a good season, but it it wasn't it wasn't shaping up as good as season one was. Like season one out the gate, I was like, "Yo, this show is fire!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it picks up for sure, but you know, I think season one was definitely the the better the the better season. But it, season two was no slouch by by no imagination. Like it was, it kept me interested. Um, yeah, I was always curious right now. Uh, with the the Dumani curious of what other stuff he played in because he looked familiar but I don't the, the dad Dumani Ed Dumani um, he was also on Game of Thrones really yep he was um in I want to say season five do you remember Davos he was the guy that had, he was like a sea guy um, he sounds familiar missing a, he's missing the tips of his fingers uh huh um, but anyway, he he uh oh he, he had, had hair black he had a black pirate friend. He's a black guy. Um, it was it was that guy. It was the the Ed Dumont guy. It was that actor, but he had facial hair. But um, and he, he had was like a hair on pirate the top too. So I'm looking yep. at a picture now. Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. He was on that there. Um, uh, but wow, wow, yeah. huh? Yeah, so that was cool, man. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, you would, you would enjoy whatever whenever you do finish the uh, second yeah, season. Yeah, no, I think I probably will fire it up uh, after we finish recording. I just got to figure out where I left off at because I am totally unsure, and I really hope that it has a uh, <laughs> one of those previously on. <laughs> well, you're the only person to watch your shit because I got other people to watch my shit. So sometimes that shit doesn't doesn't work out as well. So, but uh, yeah. Well, that's all I got, bro. Yeah, that's it. All right, y'all. Well, until next week, until the next Lion win. Peace. Yep. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>